What's going on, everybody? It's time for another episode of DLS Central. I'm your host, Damon Smith. And again, we're going to be talking football. And we're going to have assorted takes on on uh, a lot of the other sports that are going on. We got baseball. Uh, some some history just happened as, as the playoffs get underway. Um, and we've, we've got basketball coming into form there's a wwe pay-per-view coming up this sunday well the saturday it used to be sunday but it seems like they've moved on to saturday um but so there's a, there's a lot to talk about and let's go ahead and get into it. we always start with the nfl and week four was was um it, it was fun to watch it was another head scratcher of, of course the browns <laughs> lose another winnable game the lions lose another winnable game um there are a lot of teams that you get to point to that were like man that that was in their grasp and they just and they blew it um you can say that for the patriots you can say that uh, for the uh for the for the ravens especially uh, you could say that almost for for the uh the steelers because uh, that game was was uh, was nip and tuck for a long time uh you know again this 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 week it was a lot of nip and tuck it could have gone either way uh weeks in the nfl and so uh, we're gonna go ahead and and break it down now on thursday on last thursday uh the the Bengals they they took out the dolphins and this was where like this was the the precursor for the discussions uh for the rest of the week and it's going to be a big talking point going forward for a while with the NFL as it relates to concussions, because, again, concussions is taking center stage again. Tua shouldn't because Tua can't was was playing. He he was hurt in the last game. <laughs> he was hurt in week three when he seemingly took a, a you know, a bell ringer. And and then when he gets up to to try and 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 continue to move forward in that game against the Ravens he 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 stumbled and whenever you see a quarterback stumble like he stumbled it's like okay yeah he's he, his bell has been rung and they need to check him so but he goes in the tent he's ruled like that he's okay and they let him go out there and play i mean they won the game but that did not look like a, a back or or uh or a, a neck injury or anything like that. That looked like you got hit in your head and you 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 showing concussion syndromes. But they let that one slide. They let, you know he was able to play, and of course the NFL has had a a rich history of of shrugging off those particular uh, types of of injuries. But in in recent in, in the wake of recent studies on concussions, they they really they really have been trying to, I guess, make the game safer, redesign the helmets, and and teaching different techniques, penalizing certain things. But there still is a long way to go. Uh, but in this game, it was quite brutal uh, because he he he's the the pass rush is there. He's getting he's getting brought down. And 
he he's he was kind of like spinning and, and swung down um and he hits the back of his head and and then he his his fingers get distorted and it you can definitely tell that it's serious that that he he really did hurt injure his head this time so they cart him off um and of, of course he's not playing they bring Teddy Bridgewater in and at that point it was a different game. Um, all of the air was taken out of the game uh, because everybody's worried about Tua. Um, because the way his hands looked, it, it looked like man, he's he may not play another down in the NFL. When that was the first thought that came to my mind was that he is severely injured. He, you know, and I was afraid that he that he may deal with some par- with, uh, with some paralysis. Um, but they, you know, he was he was released, and they said he he checked out um, from a medical standpoint. But it really changed the tone of the whole game. The Bengals took advantage of it um, of that momentum shift, and and you know they they went on ahead and won the game because when they put Teddy in. Teddy didn't know really what he he really couldn't do anything uh, against that Bengals defense, and it's not like Miami has the best blocking scheme in the world. So it it just it Cincinnati really took a hold of it. They scored thirteen in the fourth quarter, and um, that was that. But it's it was the type of experience where regardless of who won the game, all you could think about was Tua and. I don't want him to play another down this season to just to make sure that he's really right. Of course, the NFL, they're probably going, well, it's of course his team is probably going to try and, and, and make sure that he's good to go and probably get him back there as soon as they can. But in this case, you can't, you can't think about um, your team success at this point of the, uh, you have to think about that player's, well-being in their in their life and their longevity. Um, yes, you you have money invested in Tua, and yes, you're trying to be competitive this year in that division because you have a real chance based on the the pieces that you put there. But it's, we're talking about a man's livelihood. Um, that that's more important than a sport that you're going to only play for a slice of your life. Uh, they, he, he shouldn't play another down this season and they should, they, they should prepare the offense and, and the coaching, you know, you know, to, to, to deal with that. That's got to come down from management to the, the, to the coaches and the players that, Hey, Teddy's not going to be here the rest of the season. And so, you guys are going to have to get together and reassess how we're going to play for the rest of the season. What's going to be our style of play? Because things are going to have to change. We can't run the offense the same way. Tua's not coming back. We're, we're, we're taking away his helmet. He's not going to be able to step foot on that on that field again. Um, and we won't. We don't want him doing any hardcore exercise. Until we make sure that that he's rested and that he's he's truly healthy, we're gonna monitor him at least until next year. He's not gonna do anything heavy. We're gonna have him 
being at home under the supervision of his family. And we're going to make sure that his, that his motor skills are good. They're going to be really observant. And we're going to have, you know, maybe maybe even have him have to see somebody weekly to to run tests and to, to make sure that they're consistent. And to me, that, that they just need to go ahead and do that throughout the majority of his career. But um, I would say they, they shouldn't allow him to get back into the practice facility until maybe January. Um, just as a precaution, because of, of what happened, I would not have him play another down this season. At this point, it's irresponsible. And if, if he does step back on that field, I think that the NFL will look really bad uh, in saying that, oh, he he's good to go. And then, oh, these are part of the risk. No, yes, everybody has a part of the risk, but you you have to be able to protect your players. Um, it's not about protecting your team. It's about protecting your players. And you have to be honest. It's like, OK, yeah, we could have we made the playoffs. We were, we're competing. We we're playing pretty good football. But that is it's not worth a man's a man's life like life and and his ability to to live so they they can figure it out and 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 if 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 Teddy isn't the answer from a starting quarterback then they need to make a trade <laughs> they need to make a trade and and really assess or or at least change their whole style of offense to fit Teddy Bridgewater is like, okay, if we're going, if this is who we're going with, we need to play to his strengths. Uh, we need to be more of a running team. We need to, we need to be uh, put in positions where he doesn't have to, to, to overexert himself. And, but again, if he can't cut it, they, you know, by now, I feel like you, 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 they'll know either by now or next game, if he can truly cut it and, that I think they need to make some like a big decision in terms of who they're going to go after. So that's that. Bengals come away with the win, but yeah, there was a lot of talk around the Tua situation, and we'll see how it plays out. I know some people are like, "Oh, he'd be all right," and the others like me, I'm like, for what, for the, what, what that looked like, sitting for the rest of the season, they didn't come back fresh. Let let us let us make sure that he's good. I wouldn't play around with it because again, he's a young quarterback. So you're looking at him as the future. He's the leader of the team, and depending on how things go, if you really like him, you, you want to keep him for a long time. You want him to have a pretty good career. So, but you got to protect him early so you can get so that you can get the most out of him. Uh, but yeah, to me, this season is a wrap for him. But if you disagree, hey, you know, um, the send an email, uh, you know, tweet, you know, say, hey, you know what? I respectfully disagree. I think it will be all right. Um, but, you know, again, that that's sports and it, it's, uh, it's all gravy. But, yeah, I, that's my view on that situation. Um, going to Sunday in the London game, Vikings edged out the Saints. This was a, a was an either way game. And uh, the Vikings ended up snatching a victory out here. Um, and I, I really didn't have a, a skin, like skin in the game on this one, but I knew the Vikings were the better team. And so now they're sitting at three and one. Um, they're the, the most fierce competition so far for the Packers. 
because they have the same record pretty much. Um, the Bears, to me, uh, again, it went on on Sunday Night Football. They proved that they don't match up well against Green Bay. So, but so they've fallen, and of course the Lions, the Lions who make the game fun, but it's just they they don't know what to do to close these things out. They can't they can't close out these games to get a win, and that's the problem with the Lions. Their their record, even though it's one and three is not indicative of of their talent. They're they're better than than their record says, but by and large, from an ability standpoint, yeah, they're better, but uh, the record is what it is. Um, they've, they've got those losses for a reason, and you can see that in the stat sheet as well. So as Bill Parcells said, you are who your record says you are. So, <laughs> and, that, and that is true. That is true. Uh, so, and another team that it is what their record says it says it is is my Cleveland Browns. They're two and two, um, and the the Falcons needed that win today because they're they're two and two as well. That that helps them stay competitive in that AFC South. But this was a game that the Browns will mull over and and wish that they could do over because they're they had plenty of chances. To, to win this game, to get some defensive stops, to make some real plays on offense, uh, and they blew it. They blew it. And, again, for a team like the Falcons that they could actually beat, it's a letdown because they they're, they need these games. Uh, if they're going to compete and stay atop, which they still are, frankly, at the moment, they're still atop the the, NFC, the AFC North. But if they're going to stay there, you gotta beat. You gotta win winnable games against Atlanta. Atlanta, they're they're an exciting team. They can score, but. Like they they're not expected to go far. They're not expected to do real damage, and because of that, that makes it a winnable game for for the Browns, who have weapons that to where there are expectations. And it, it's I know it's a different kind of uh, like is is weird to to ascribe expectations to the Browns who've been who've been terrible, and um <laughs> and and and. And and uh, devoid of competitiveness for so long, to think of them as oh you actually have weapons and there are expectations, but there are and you got you gotta beat Atlanta, um, especially based on the history of Atlanta in recent in, in recent uh, years where they can't hold a lead. This was a this was a one where where Cleveland proved that they can't hold a lead either. And again, they're they're gonna want this game back. Uh, Brissett he didn't have the best game. He threw a pick, no TDs. Um, QBR went down. And uh, Chubb he went off. And Kareem was a Kareem Hunt was a good uh, a good second option. But that was really the only thing they had going for them in this game. And you got to give credit to the uh, the Atlanta. Like pass defense, they did a good job of suppressing our aerial attack, and because of that, that allowed them to stay in the game and 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 get some some traction of their own. Um, they had some rushing touchdowns of their own, so it was it was kind of like a run game uh, kind of atmosphere. But they were able to make plays when they needed to, and they ended up getting the win. So 
it's a bummer. I hate I hate that we dropped this one, but at the same time, just gotta we, we gotta uh we gotta come back, shake it off, and get better because the Chargers are are coming to town <laughs> this Sunday. And they got to play the Patriots, and then then they host the Patriots, and then we got to go to Baltimore. So this, and then after that on Halloween we got to play the Bengals. So October is really going to be um, it's going to be a a a, a brutal month, and I, I say brutal because both all of these teams have a a toughness to them. The Chargers, I feel like the um, the Chargers are tough. Then they can't put up points. Um, they're from an offensive standpoint. If you don't, if you, if you're not, if it becomes a scoring battle, I don't know if the Browns can keep up with them unless they take advantage of the weaknesses in the offensive line's ability to protect Herbert because Herbert hurt his ribs. Primarily because the offensive line couldn't block, and so if they can't, if that offensive line can't block Miles, then again, Miles is coming back. Thank God that he he's okay because he got into that car accident. Um, I know that my personal opinion. I love Miles Garrett. He's he's awesome. You know, I don't think he should be driving. <laughs> to me, any any um, any high impact top player on my team you're not driving like you're you're you, I knew you have that nice fancy sports car you can't drive it like you, you can't drive it where we 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 depend on you too much we got to keep you healthy we got to protect you so you're getting a driver <laughs> you you are not driving yourself um the only unless it's to to small places but even then, I just you know we we're gonna treat you like the president. No, you can't drive. You, you just you you can drive when your career is over. But because of how good you are, and uh, you're a perennial all star, one of the key parts of our defense, we have to protect you. So I I, I love Miles. He, he's awesome. I'm glad that we have him as a as a as a, a teammate on on the Browns. Yeah, he needs a driver. He shouldn't. He he needs to get used to not having to drive ever again to protect himself and and um you know and for the Browns to be able to, c- to protect their investment. So to me, it's wise. Just like Tom Brady, Brady shouldn't drive. Um, you know, Tyree Kill, don't drive. You're too important to the team. Patrick Patrick Mahomes, no, you can't drive. I'm sorry, you're you're getting you're getting service. And if if I'm the team. I'm working at I'm 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 working that in like where that's an extra service that we as a team will provide to you. We're just gonna add it to your contract. This is one of the benefits that you get. You get you you don't have to pay for this. We are putting the bill to make sure you get to and from wherever you need to go. <laughs> Every team need to have a team secret service uh, to where no you can't you 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 just can't do that because again. In these situations, not only could he have ended his career, I mean, it could have ended his life. Um, I'm, I'm glad that everyone in in the car like did not lose their life, and that there were just minor injuries. Yeah, the car was totaled, but it could. If you look at that car, and you, and it's like, man, 
it could have been a lot worse. Like we we could have been uh, mourning the loss of Miles and and his companion uh, rather than like, oh great, he's coming back. He's re- he's back at practice. He's ready to go and, and being able to interview him. The fact that we can interview him um, is is a blessing. But again, going forward, teams, I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all need to do that. That's that's football. That's basketball. That's baseball. Any high profile, important key member of your team, they need that Secret Service treatment. Aaron Judge. I mean, if I'm the Yankees, no, you don't go anywhere. By you know, you're, you're if you want to go somewhere, we're gonna drive you. That's it. So that that's my goal. That that's that's my opinion on that, <laughs> but again, yeah, the the October is going to be really um really physical for the Browns, and they could easily go two and two, or they could go zero and four in October. So I'm hoping that they split because I th- I feel like they can they'll have a stronger chance at um at beating the Chargers. And the Patriots than they do beating the Ravens and the Bengals, especially the Ravens at home. Now, the I mean, if if you're super overachieving, yeah, you want to go four zero. I think they could win three out of the four games in October. That would really be great. Um, I think that would be ideal. But I think it's more realistic to expect them to be able to split the games this month. Um, I, I'm more confident with them beating the Chargers and the Patriots than I am with them beating the Ravens and the Bengals. The Bengals will be interesting. I know they won both games last year, but um, with the, with with the, with kind of like with the, um, how our team is set up this year, I'm not, and, and with our defensive liabilities in the backfield, especially at the DB uh, spot and, the, you know, with the our corners and safeties, I am not confident that they'll be able to handle uh, Joe Burrow and, and be able to to check, like to defend against Burrow and him trying to connect with Jamar Chase and those other guys. I'm just I am concerned. <laughs> I am concerned. But. I mean, if they, if they have their if they fix their defensive liabilities and, and get their schemes together, they can do it. Um, but again, the next and then in November, November slate. So October, November are really going to be proving grounds for them to see what they really have because they're going to have to play a lot of the top teams. So they they got the Ravens, they got the Bengals on Halloween, then they got to play the Dolphins. Um. On and on November thirteenth. Now that game is going to be because they they get a bye week after the Bengals. That game is going to be interesting. Um, I think that if if the Dolphins haven't figured out if, if if the Dolphins are struggling with Teddy Bridgewater, then that's more of a win. But they have to be able to guard Tyreek. They got to prove that they they have a strategy to guard against it. Then they got to play Buffalo. Yeah, they got played Tom Brady and the Bucks on Thanksgiving. And so when you look at that slate starting this Sunday all the way until Thanksgiving, it's going to be brutal. And they're going to have to lock in and play serious football. They're going to have to eliminate any like 
any glaring weaknesses that they have that other teams can exploit uh, and, and fix it up because they're going to have to be on their best game. This stretch of football right here more likely is going to to dictate whether they make the playoffs or not. Um, if they come out of this on the losing end, they're they're probably playing for next year. Like they they they're probably just playing for uh for respect once they once they get to the Texans on December fourth. So uh if, if they but if they're in the win column in terms of having more wins and losses by the time that they get to play the Texans, I think that uh you know we'll be able to celebrate a more likely be able to celebrate a birth for Cleveland. But their schedule their, their schedule isn't isn't um like it's it's no joke. So uh, they're gonna have to be on their best game. Which again, that's why they needed to beat the Falcons. They needed to beat the Jets. They should be four and zero going into going into this game against the Chargers. Um, but it is what it is, and so we'll be right back with more recap. Hi, everybody. Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. All right, Cowboys, they took out the Commanders. This was a game that they needed to win. And Cooper Rush is, 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 is backing up uh, this position well. And he's, once Dak does come back, I think that he'll be able to, to give Dak the reins back with the Cowboys in good position. And when it comes to what you look for in a backup, this is what you want. I know everybody's like, oh, good backup. Now it creates a quarterback controversy. To me, no, it doesn't. This is what you have a backup quarterback for. And so if you if you're a team, you you not own that that backup quarterback has to be capable of picking up right where the other quarterback left off so that there's no drop off so that you can continue to compete and that's a sign that they have the right guy in Cooper Rush so that if Dak does go down we're we're not in trouble because as you can see when when a tool went down and Teddy Bridgewater stepped onto the field 
it was a totally different game, and the Bengals were able to totally capitalize on it. Bridgewater couldn't get a hold of it. He couldn't control it. And now next thing you know, the Bengals are running away. And it's like that with many teams um, when, when you lose your starting quarterback because so much time is invested in the in the starter that the 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 backup quarterback, especially if it's a prominent uh, quarterback that goes down, the backup quarterback has little to no reps, and so that when they put when you pull them in, it's like deer in headlights, and you totally have to change uh, your like how you play the game. So I feel. I mean, this hadn't, I don't think this happened yet, but I feel like NFL teams really have to invest in not just their starting quarterback, but they got to invest in the backup because he's got to be ready to take over if something happens. So they should be able to to get familiar with how to run that first team offense and, and, and know that playbook back and forth uh, because there there may be there may come a time where that backup quarterback will will need to step in. And if he can pick up right where the other quarterback left off, then you can't weaken that particular team and defenses can't relax. They, 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 they have to stay. um, They, they have to be more vigilant, uh, vigilant. They have to be cautious because, okay, we can't, we can't underestimate or, you know, this particular quarterback. So, it's not that every time the backup does well, there needs to be a controversy. It needs to be something where it's a sigh of relief because now we can continue to be competitive so that when our starter does come back, they, you know, they get the reins back and and, and it's and we're still playing well. And now they don't have to to force things that to, to force and make things happen to try and salvage the season. We're actually doing well. I just need to continue to be smart and play smart. And, and I don't have to play with desperation because of the, what I've lost. So that's, that's my, my uh, take on that. I'm glad that the Cowboys have a capable backup. And if I was Jerry Jones, I would not trade Cooper Rush. I would say, no, he's not going anywhere. There is no controversy. We're going to reward Cooper for for his poise and for keeping our offensive afloat. But if there's somebody that, that calls to trade, hey, I want Cooper Rush, I'm hanging up. <laughs> I'm hanging up on them because you're going to need Cooper uh, it, when and if that goes down again. And you kind of have to say when. Unfortunately, because Dak gets hurt a lot. So Cooper is going to have to stay fresh and they're going to need Cooper to to be there in place. Because if Dak goes down again, then you can put Cooper back in and you can keep the offense going. So that that's uh, that that was a good game for the Cowboys and they needed to win that game. Seahawks. They took this one against the Lions. This was a heartbreaker. I felt more. I felt worse for the uh, for the Lions losing than I did for my Browns. And and I really feel bad and upset that the Browns lost that one. But the Lions, it's like, what are you doing? Like, yes, the Seahawks are surprising, but you should. You, they should have been able to beat the Seahawks, and they allowed the Seahawks to jump out on them early. 
And they kept, they were consistent. The Seahawks were scoring. They, they were running away with this one. Um, the lion, they, the, the reason why the Lions got back in this one is because the Seahawks allowed the Lions to score 22 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, but up until then, they were just, they were just going all over the, the Lions here. I mean, when you look at the at the quarters, they scored 14 in the first. They scored 10 in the second. Then they scored another 14 in the third quarter, and they put 10 in the fourth. So if you could do that consistently throughout the season, you're going to win most games against the teams that you play. Um, and they they had a really good scoring output in, in all four quarters. But – to let the Lions almost come back and to have them score 45, to me, that's a you, – you need to call out the defense. I'm really angry at my defense if I'm, if, I'm, uh, if I'm Pete Carroll because we were dominating the Lions uh, because you look at their box scores, like they had the Lions score six in the first, nine in the second, eight in the third. They're – like you're you're really up against like against the Lions on this one if you're the Seahawks. You're sitting pretty and they just fell apart <laughs> in the fourth quarter. So I, yeah, if I'm Carroll, I'm I'm really upset. Like, yeah, we got the win, but it should not have been a nail biter. So Seahawks, they're a little frisky. If I'm the Niners, if I'm the Rams, um and well, if I'm Arizona, I can't. I, I gotta actually play. I gotta play Seattle. Um, I still think the Lions should have beat them, but they're they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to play Seattle because Geno is playing. Th- this is the best Geno has ever looked in his whole career, and <clears throat> I think that he's found a place. Excuse me. I think that he's found a place where he where he really has an identity and he's embracing it because he recognizes, hey, this is the best opportunity that I'm going to get. It's not that they have uh, better options than Geno at the quarterback position in Seattle. So he's he's taking this as this is my shot and he's making the most of it. So. I, I like Geno's attitude this season. It's a great redemption story for him because I really feel like he was almost out of the league. But if he can turn it around, this can be his home for the foreseeable future, and they can be they can pretty much count on him. And if you can do that, then I feel like they they can focus on building up uh, other parts of their of their team and um, and really be competitive in that division. Titans, Colts. Ugly game. I called the Titans to win it. They needed to win it, um, and this was this was a good game for them to win. It was it got kind of slow in the second half uh, after the first quarter after the first half explosion uh, by uh, by the Titans. So, but this this was a game that they that they needed. I'm glad Derrick Henry went got back to his his form. And they're they're gonna have to pick it up. They're two and two, so they're they're definitely in it in the AFC South. Um, but yeah, they gotta pick up the pace. Now with the Giants and the Bears, this was a good win for the Giants. Um, they're they were slightly they're slightly better than the Bears, 
but it, it could have been either way. And for New York fans, I know they're going crazy because they're three and one. So Giants fans, you can't tell Giants fans nothing right now. Uh, you can't tell New York fans anything because the the Yankees are doing well, Giants are doing well. We got basketball coming back, so we can see what KD gonna do. And uh, I don't know how they feel about the Knicks, but the Knicks will be competitive. So things are looking up for the New York fans. But Daniel Jones got got hurt. So um, with that being said, it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants go about their next games. Um, but they were able to pull out the win. Eagles, Jags. Now, this one was the surpriser. I... Uh, the the Eagles they they remain undefeated, but it was it was looking like upset city when you turn on in the first quarter because Jacks went up fourteen to nothing, but then the Eagles had an explosion in the second quarter, uh, and primarily that was due to being able to 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 get the ball out of Trevor Lawrence's hands. He had a really uh, nasty game as it relates to turning the ball over. And it could be because of the conditions, because it was raining. Um, but he he's got to he's got to be more responsible. He's got to control the ball better. And they were able to just bat down those ball, you know, any ball that he had in his hands. So that was a good win for the Eagles. They gutted it out. They snapped out of whatever the the uh, the the um, you know the quicksand that they were in, uh, and, and were able to regain to regain control of the game. But I like what I saw from the Jaguars from a from an attacking standpoint. They made it a game. I thought the Eagles were gonna. Were, I thought it was gonna be more of a, a competitive game, but I didn't expect the Jaguars to jump on them that quick. But again, they jumped on them, but. They they couldn't sustain the momentum in the Eagles. Once they found a weakness, they exploited it and regained control. I would say this is an upset, but the Jets beat the Steelers. My goodness. And Zach Wilson was doing stuff. So this is going to be, I think, the first losing season for Tomlin to where he's going to have his record is not going to be pretty. But again, the Steelers, they're they're just gutted, um, and they're gonna have to find a a new way to run their offense. They even benched Trubisky and put the uh, the rookie in. Um, it things really didn't uh, didn't change for them in the, for, as from a positive standpoint after they put the rookie in. But I feel like we've seen the last of Trubisky unless Pickett gets hurt because he's just not good. Mitch Trubisky is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's just, he can't do it. We've seen enough uh, to know that he, he'll probably be a, a serviceable backup. I think, I think that that's, that's his, um, his destiny. And the main thing is as much as we, you know, he shouldn't feel bad about that because that it, if you're a serviceable backup, then that means you're in the league. As long as you're in the league, you're good. You, you, you're still, Taking home a lot more than than uh than most of the people in the country and most of the people in the world in some aspects. So there's nothing wrong with being a backup because the 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 sport needs credible backups. And if if 
that that may be a better lane for him because then he can focus on honing his skill so he can be ready if needed to come off the bench and provide support and provide meaningful minutes you know, for his football team and uh, and be able to support the starting quarterback. So that that's my view on Trubisky. I think his days as a starter are done and they should be done. I don't think anyone should consider him um, a viable option for a starting quarterback unless he truly works on his game and re and reinvents himself. I think he's destined to be a backup. Bills, they edged out the Ravens on this one. Ravens blew this game. I don't think the I, the Bills won it, but it was more the Ravens blew it because they had them. They they had them. They the Bills weren't playing a great game, but they allowed Josh to 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 get loose late and and beat them. And if you're the Ravens, this is a game that you let get away against one of the best teams in the league. We, you weren't away from it looking, hey, we can we can go toe-to-toe with them, but it would have been better if they would have beat him because now you have a mental edge uh, because this is a potential playoff matchup, uh, and now the Bills have a one-up because it's like, okay, well, we we know how to we, – we know what to do to, to minimize the effectiveness of Lamar because when you see that last pass – when he actually has, when the game's on the line and you need him to make the throw, he can't do it. And the it, now that the Bills have seen that from an actual uh, scheme perspective, when they play, if they play again in the playoffs, they're going to try and exploit that and 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 create situations where Lamar is going to have to make the the right decision, make the, make the throw to beat them, and. Again, the criticism is just going to continue until Lamar proves that he can be that guy. Um, the Chargers, Texans, Chargers win this one. I'm just the Texans. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick against them every game <laughs> mostly, but they fight. They fight. They they don't lay down. You know they they haven't given up. It's hard for them to find their first win, but. They're playing hard. It's just the Chargers, they had a really great second quarter. Um, matter of fact, they had a really great first half. You scored 27 in the first. In most cases, you're going to win the game. And so they 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 gave themselves a, a pretty nice lead to where uh it was it was tough for the Texans to overcome it. But yeah, Chargers. I'm I'm glad they were able to to do what they needed to do to win that game because they got to stay competitive in their division. Their division is, I feel like it's the most uh, difficult division because you've got Chargers, you got you got uh, Russ and the, the Broncos, you got Mahomes and the Chiefs, you got Carr and the Raiders. It's it's a shootout in that division. So they they have to keep pace. If they if they want to have a chance to get out of there, Cardinals they beat the Panthers. This was kind of an ugly game, especially for Baker. Baker didn't play well, and and of course, listening to all the pundits during the week, it's it everybody was down on Baker. But and, and Baker's got a he's got a lot to prove. I know he probably doesn't feel that way, but 
He's got a lot to prove, and he's not proving it. If anything, he's he's giving the Browns a little bit more credit because they, you know, it it, it makes the way he, he's playing it makes it seem that they are right, that the Browns are right, um, and that the value that of of his uh his services, like what they gave up to to get him, was wasn't a lot, and his play is showcasing that. That that was the proper price for Baker Mayfield, and that's not good. I know Baker is better than that, but he's got to prove it on the field. It's one thing to tell somebody you're better than that, but that person has to show it. And it the the clock's on Baker. He's got to show it. It's his team for a while, because uh, Darnold's still on IR. But if if when it's time for Darnold to go back in, Baker may not start again for this team and he's got to recognize that so baker you gotta do your stuff you gotta prove it or you're gonna lose your shot and you may not get another one um because because of the tape i don't know if there's any other nfl team unless they're desperate that would take baker mayfield on as a starting quarterback after watching this stint with the panthers so he's he's gonna have to turn around or like Mitch Trubisky, his destiny will be linked to being a backup rather than a starter. So, next game, it was it was a nail biter. Uh, Packers beating the Patriots. Um, Patriots are one and three, but they're 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 another team that's like that to where it looks like their record does not. Um, reflect the talent that their team has. I mean, they are who their record says they are, but they have their talent. The talent that they have on the team is better than that record. Uh, the Packers struggled against the Patriots, but it is also because Bill Belichick knows how to coach, and he was he was really making it a knockdown, drag out game. It's just that in overtime. Packers, they were able to to do enough to get the field goal. So, but yeah, they they really made it tough for Aaron Rodgers and the Patriots. They they seem to uh to be excited about Zappy, with who's who's the third string, <laughs> the third string quarterback, Bailey Zappy for the New England Patriots. He came in after Brian Hoyer uh, left. He got a concussion, and so uh you know they they made sure that he it was precautionary uh, to, to make sure that he's okay. And so they put the backup in and I think people liked what they saw from Zappy. So we'll, we'll probably see him again uh, going forward uh, in the next game, at least to see who like, if he can really manage a full game, because it's one thing to come in for a slate, but it's another to come in and be able to take over the whole game. And he's got to, he gets to play the Lions. So I would say that if you're going to play Detroit, one, they, from from what we saw against them uh, with, with the Lions playing the Seahawks, they don't cover well. So <clears throat> Zappy may have an opportunity or some chances to make some, some, some plays with his arm. But we'll see how that goes. The Raiders... They take out the Broncos. Um, they had a really good 
uh, balanced scoring uh, scoring output the whole game than they needed with it because it was their first win. Uh, they were struggling. Everybody's like, oh, what's going on with the Raiders? They're only undefeated team. You know, well, they were almost only undefeated team, but they're they're they're. I'm looking for. I feel like the Raiders are playing, um, are underachieving as well. But the Broncos, everybody's over the. Everybody's all over the Broncos, and and Russell Wilson, and oh, he's not the same. I don't know if it's it's that he's not the same, but it's like give him some slack. Um, I'm I'm not judging him on this season. Um, because he's got it, it's a different offensive system, and they're trying they're they're trying to play a different way. And the Broncos they they they're not the Seahawks, so it, there's a lot to get used to. So it, it's still early in the season. Let let Russ let Russ alone. Let him figure things out. Um, let him work with his guys, and that's that. Now, so with that being said, they didn't play well, but. I just I feel like everybody needs to cut the Broncos some slack. I feel like we'll we'll be able to really analyze them properly and critique them fairly uh, next season. And Sunday night football, Chiefs took care of business against the Buccaneers. The Bucks could not defend at all. I mean, to, to give up forty one. They put themselves in a really tough hole. Tom Brady can only do so much. I mean, he 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 tried to keep pace with them, and, and he tried to make it a game. Um, but, again, Mahomes was able to, to do whatever he wanted. It was almost like the Chiefs are showtime <laughs> playing the Bucks. I mean, it was embarrassing what he was doing to them. Um, but... Yeah, but the Bucks, their their issues are on defense. They can't they they can't stop anybody. Um, they they can't they, they give up big plays, and on offense they can't block Tom. Like you you watch the whole game. Like Brady had to really get that ball out of there real quick because they they can't block on 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 uh, the on the uh, the left side especially. They barely block on the right, but. They really can't block on on his left side, and so uh, he's he's really got to force it and, and hurry it up. And I, I think it's throwing off the rhythm of their their offensive play. So they're gonna have to figure that out. They're gonna have to get some like they're gonna have to really shore that up. And then on Monday night, Niners took care of business against the Rams. They the Rams were never in that game in that game, and the Niners just ran all over them. And um, Again, the Rams they just haven't they haven't looked right. They they look they've looked suspect so far this season, and uh, to me that's the team I think people should be concerned about because they're just they're, something's off with them. But this ties up uh, the you know the record for both teams. So both teams, the Rams and the Niners, have two wins, two losses, and the Niners are going to be in it. That NFC West division is. It's probably going to come down to the wire, uh, and it'll it'll be fun to watch, especially like determining because I, I feel like it's when we get to the end of the season, it's probably going to be a win and you're in and and win and you take the division type of uh, setup for the NFC West. So that that's going to be fun. And when we come back, we're going to do some picks.
Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Week five of the NFL is upon us, and Thursday night, the Colts go to Denver. And so it's going to be a battle of stallions <laughs> to, to see uh, who, who's the stronger stallion. And on paper, it's the Broncos. Broncos should win this one again. The Colts aren't a good team, but as as the Colts have shown, they in when when they beat the Chiefs, if you underestimate them, if you don't if you don't play strong football, they'll sneak up on you, and and Matt Ryan will figure out a way to beat you. Uh, but I feel like the Broncos need this win. Uh, but this is a winnable game for them. Uh, the, it's it's important, but it's also within their within their reach of of uh, winning. So Russell Wilson needs to have a big game. And the defense needs to show up and show out. And so we're going to see who's the better stallion. And then on Sunday, the London game, Packers, Giants. That's going to be that's going to be pretty uh, a pretty good game. I feel like Um, I'm going Packers just because they're the better team. Um, And um, but it's going to be a game where where the, you know, both teams will be locked in. They're both three and one. But uh, and the Giants said they're they're surprising, but I feel like it's the Packers' game to lose. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is on a roll, and well, a semi roll, but it's tough to beat the Packers as long as he's the quarterback. So uh, I feel like they'll be able to eke out the win. Bills, Steelers. Bills all the way here. Uh, the Steelers have some major issues when it comes to uh, both sides of the ball, and it's the 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 Bills really need to continue to to uh, have momentum going their way as they as they make their case uh, to as the best team in the league and as they make their march towards the Super Bowl. So uh, this is a winnable game for them, more than winnable. This is a game that where they need to take your business and dominate um, to show folks that they're serious. Um, and I'm, I'm not expecting much from the Steelers this season, and I don't think anybody is pretty much. So this is a game that the Bills – if it's closer than than uh, than uh, usual, if the Bills win by three, 
I would be concerned about Buffalo, especially if if there's no major injuries. But if you're just playing sloppy and um, and not being serious and, or disciplined, I have major concerns. Uh, Chargers going to Cleveland to play my Browns. This is a game that the Browns need to win. I do believe that the Chargers are better slightly, but I also believe that this is a winnable game for the Browns, and I'm going to pick the Browns on this one. Uh, normally, I don't I don't like playing the Chargers because I feel like the Chargers uh, are are tough, and I don't know I don't I usually don't think that my Browns teams match up well against the Chargers, but I'm going to go Browns here. They need this win to stay in, in possession of first place or at least tied. So they're going to have to win. And my, we get Miles back. I hope that he's healthy. Um, but, yeah, they, they need this win. I, I, if I was them, I don't know if I want. <laughs> and I know I talked about Miles uh, in the in the first part of this pod, but. I don't like Tua. I mean, I, I feel the same way about him. I mean, he just got into a crazy car accident. They may, they should probably sit him out another game just to make sure that he's good. I, I, I would say let's let's try, let's, let's roll him back on the field against the Patriots, but we'll see what happens. That's what if if I was the GM, um, and if I was communicating with the coach, I was saying, hey. Let, let's let's really be cautious. Let let Miles sit out for this game. Let's bring him back against the Patriots, and we just have to take care of business and play sound football because we can't beat the Chargers, and I believe they can. So I'm going to pick them. Don't let me down, Browns. <laughs> Vikings Bears, ugly game, ugly game. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to want to watch this. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings because they're the better team. And um, they they should handle the Bears with minimal problems. But, uh, yeah, th- there's really not much else to say about this one. Uh, but the Vikings should win this one. I believe they will. The Lions are going to Foxborough to play the Patriots. And um, both teams are 1-3. Um, but both teams also have that they're they're not playing at their full at their full potential, and um, I, I like the Lions in this one. I think that this is a game that they can win. The Patriots, they're on their third quarterback, so the Lions have an advantage there because Zappy doesn't have much experience. And so if you're the Lions D, you got to exploit that. You got to take advantage of that. And the Lions have proven that they can score, so they're going to have to score. They're going to have to score against the the Patriots. They're going to have to see through the illusions that Belichick is throwing at them. But uh, I believe this is a a, a Lions victory. Seahawks-Saints. From what I've seen from the Seahawks, I like the Seahawks better than I like the Saints. Saints are are uh, they're having an ugly season. Jameis is is a turnover machine, uh, and I, I feel like the Seahawks they can they can actually beat uh, the Saints on this one. Dolphins Jets. <sighs> With. <sighs> Before Tua went down, I was gonna say, "Oh yeah, Dolphins need to they they're gonna they're gonna win this one easy." But I don't know now. I mean, 
I'm I'm I would would not be surprised if the Jets beat the Dolphins, but I still want to go the Dolphins because I feel like they're they're the better team. But with two out of the lineup, it makes it anybody's game, and they're they're in New York for this, so uh, the Dolphins don't have the uh, the the home field advantage of the the humidity uh, to, on their side. So uh, they're they got to play on the East Coast, and it might be a little cooler than they're used to. Maybe depending on what the weather is, um, it may not be a problem. But yeah, it's. It's a game that the Dolphins could lose, but I'm going to pick them to win. Falcons going to Raymond James to play the Bucks. I think that the uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks rebound from this. They've got they've got some things to address from a defensive standpoint, um, but I think they'll get it together. They can beat the Falcons. They're going to have to play though. The Falcons they 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 do have weapons at their disposal. I just don't think they're disciplined. Uh, and so the Bucks are going to have to play smart football. But if they can protect Tom and protect the ball and not give up big plays, uh, they'll they'll beat the Falcons. Titans and Commanders. This is another ugly game <laughs> in D.C. I'm going to pick the Titans to win this one. Uh, they're the better team, and I don't know if the Commanders can can stop Derrick Henry. Uh, if I'm if I'm uh, King Henry, I'm I'm looking to really uh, do some damage to the Commanders. So that's my pick for this game. Texans Jags. It's gonna be frisky, but I think the Jags win this one. They they really gave um you know they 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 really gave the uh the, the um what I want to I was struggling to come up with it um but they they gave the Eagles there we go my mind I wanted to say something <laughs> you ever had it happen where you want to say something but it's just you, you get a mind block that's exactly what I had but yeah they gave the Eagles everything that they wanted but they're not playing the Eagles this week. They're playing the Texans. So they should be able to play as intensely as they did against the Texans without the turnovers. And, they, and they're and they at home. They should be able to beat the Texans. Texans, they're still winless. And quite frankly, it's going to be hard for the Texans to get a win this season. Um, but it'll, it'll be fun to see if they can. Uh, let, let me look at their schedule real quick to see what they got. What's a potential win? For them, or uh, be before this year started, I would have said this is a potential win uh, for for them. But the Jags are good, so they're gonna have to find that elsewhere. I think a potential win for them would be against the Titans, the Giants, or the Commanders, or the Colts at the end of the season. Um, that those are their opportunities to win this season and uh to win one game but if they if they could definitely go winless this year and I would not be surprised but yeah we're going Jags on that one Niners Panthers in Charlotte going Niners on this one uh they they beat the Super Bowl champs pretty handy uh, and uh I don't think the Panthers are the Panthers aren't 
aren't terrible, but they're they're not a a a good team either. And so they'll probably be middle of the road this year, maybe six and ten or or you know eight and eight, something like that. Um, but the Niners, they they this is a game that the Niners need to win uh, to continue to keep pace in their division. And and uh and really work towards getting into the playoffs. So they really need to beat Carolina. And so I'm going Niners. Cowboys, Rams. This one's gonna be fun in LA. Um, because both teams they they're they needing they're needing it to uh to to stay competitive. The Rams need this game more than the Cowboys do. Um, but the Cowboys are riding high, so um they're and, and I feel like they'll if the Rams don't snap out of whatever this is that they're in, that the Cowboys are going to give them a third loss. So could go either way. I want to say that the Rams take it. I just, it, it's going to be close, but I want to say the Rams take this one. Uh, I like the Cowboys this year. I just, LA, I still look at LA as a better team, but something's off. But, uh but yeah, going Rams probably in a shootout, close game. Eagles Cardinals, we got a bird battle. <laughs> so uh, I think the Eagles will win in Glendale uh, because they're they're the stronger team. I feel like they're more disciplined than the Cardinals are. Cardinals are are inconsistent this year, and there there isn't there isn't much cohesion uh, with you know w- with them this year. So. I'm going to Eagles. And Sunday Night Football on NBC. Going Bengals versus the Ravens in Baltimore. This is going to be a great game. It's a NFC, not NFC, it's an AFC North rivalry. Um, both teams, they have their, 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 they they have something to prove. Uh, first place is up for grabs. <laughs> so there, and, and these are the, the the these teams probably are going to have to, are are probably going to have to play a major role in in who comes out of the North in the AFC. So this is this is a must watch game. You got Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson, and. Um, I'm going to be glued to this one because both teams are exciting, but, and, and both teams need to win. I mean, it's, you, you, it, it's, it's very, very balanced. There's not, there's not one that I would favor over the other when it comes to the importance of the game. This is, this is going to be a key matchup for both teams uh, going forward. I'm going to say Ravens on this one. Um, the Ravens, they they really have to win this game, and Lamar's gotta gotta show out. And um, Bengals, will, I feel like the Bengals will make it a game, but they haven't really been playing their best ball, um, and they really can't protect Joe uh, that well. But uh, the the Ravens, they just the way they run their offense, they're so dangerous, especially with what Lamar can do. Um, but again, as we saw uh, in the other game, like if the Ravens take their hands off the off the wheel if they take their foot off the gas then they have problems so i think the ravens need to win this game i'm going to go ravens and then monday night football 
We got an AFC West showdown. This was going to be fun to watch too. They finally picked the right the so, some some uh, a good a good slate of of night games, of, of primetime games. So we had one, we had a good matchup with the uh with the Bucks and the Chiefs. We got another one with the Bengals and Ravens. Then Monday night, we got Raiders Chiefs. That's going to be a shootout. And uh it's going to be in KC. So uh, that that's the Chiefs have the advantage there. I'm gonna go the, with the Chiefs on this one because if, if they can if they can handle the Bucks like they handled the Bucks, I, if I'm the Raiders, I'm scared. Now the Raiders do have a chance in this game because I don't think the Chiefs have fixed their their um their pass coverage issues as it relates to defending the long ball, because that's, that's what the Raiders do against the chiefs. They air it out. They stretch the field. Um, they, they create matchup issues with the deep passes. And so um, it is, it's not that the Raiders don't have a formula to beat the chiefs, but I just, I don't know if they can defend Patrick Mahomes and um, basically what we saw of how they dismantled the Bucks, they they were able to do pretty much anything they wanted to do, and so I don't think the Raiders are good enough this year to be able to deal with the Chiefs onslaught. Um, but it's going to be a fun one to watch going Chiefs in Arrowhead on Monday. And those are the Week Five picks. Um, and before before we go, because this podcast this is a long one, but there's a lot to talk about uh, NFL wise. We got the NBA shaping up. Uh, you know, everybody's back. We get we got to see Ben Simmons play play some minutes, and I think Ben will be okay. Um, it's preseason. I think they'll get them together. It's it's great to be on a team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving uh, because it it allows him to to um, do many other things rather than be the primary scorer. And once he gets back into his rhythm, and if he works on his game and improves it to where he can put up, put more buckets in there, then they're really going to be dangerous. And they certainly need him to be dangerous uh, for because the East is loaded. Uh, from a basketball stand, you know, like from a team standpoint of, of good teams. So, but it, it, it takes some heat off of him. Uh, so he doesn't have to put up uh, an absorbent amount of points. He can do a lot of other things like rebound, like pass, like play really good defense, uh, things of that nature. So uh, that, that's the, the thing with Ben. I'm just, it's just glad. I'm just glad to see him back out there. And um, you know, again with LeBron, LeBron looks looks good. The Lakers, they're still <laughs> still not a good basketball team. Um, and but it's it's pre it's preseason. And Davis, he already he he uh, he's he was out last night uh, with back soreness. And I know folks on Twitter went crazy like already. It's preseason. He said he's gonna play eighty two game. It's preseason. <laughs> You talk about some back soreness, but it was precautionary. It was precautionary, but that's that that's hilarious. Now, um, the big talk around the NFL is uh, is Victor uh, Weibenyama, uh, who he's seven five. He's he's 
one of the most hyped prospects in a long time. And I mean, the dude, he's got a three point jumper. He, 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 He's got the height. He's 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 got the stroke. My concern is always with these big men, with these seven fivers and seven sixers. Is will their knees hold up? You know, will they? Will their feet hold up? Um, can you know? Can they? Can they play basketball from an like? Do they have the endurance to be able to deal with the banging and 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 the paint play that is required? Um, do their do is their body going to be able to be durable? Uh, because I know that the taller you are, you 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 begin to have problems from a mobility standpoint. So he we're, we're I know we got another year to speculate, but. Again, if if he can if he can prove, and I tw- I tweeted this, if he can showcase that though that uh, endurance and 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 uh, and 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 body strength, like if he if he's not going to be injury prone, if he can prove that he can stay on the court and play meaningful minutes and 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 not be glass like Anthony Davis is. Sorry, AD, but I mean. <laughs> It is what it is, but if he can, if he can prove to be reliable and durable, and still have a stroke that's consistent, and again, if if he if he if he gets a sky hook, like I'm, if I'm Kareem, I'm calling this dude up. Like, look, we need to get you a sky hook because he's seven five. You can't block his three pointer because he's he's an athlete. So he is like he. He he shoots the ball like a guard, and if he's if you give him a sky hook, nobody's gonna block that. Like it's it's the sky hook with Kareem was already the most indefensible uh, move in the league because of the leverage that he had and and the angle which he released the ball. Uh, you you're you're not gonna be able to reach that, and so if if Wibanyama gets one. Good luck if he gets if he gets consistent with that stroke, but that's that's who I'm going to teach that sky hook to because you're you're not going to be able to get a piece of that. He's seven five. What are you going to do? So you just got to hope it doesn't go in. That's that's all you can do. But uh, that's that's my goal on this one, and and I know that uh, with LeBron, we're talking about the uh, hit him. Coming after the the all like the the scoring title, uh, the 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 coveted one that that Kareem has held for so long, but it's sad that that they're they really don't have a relationship, and it, it is sad because they're both Lakers, and but at the same time people are coming at oh LeBron shouldn't have been like oh no really you know no no thoughts no relationship, but that's just being honest. They're, they don't have a relationship. And I'm like, that's, that's really on Kareem because, you know, you, you, he kind of blew it by talking bad about LeBron or, you know, or, or saying certain things in the media. And so it's not, but my thing is, it's not that they don't have a relationship. They have a negative relationship. Um, but he can turn it into a positive. And I, I don't think LeBron would, um, would, would would turn down Kareem wanting to really have a better relationship. But at the same time, 
he was just telling the truth, hey, I have, you know, no relationship. We we don't have anything. There's nothing between us. But uh, that's that's the basketball stuff going on. Excited to see what what the season holds uh, for for the NBA. It's going to be another fun one. And of course, in baseball, everybody's talking about Aaron Judge getting the home run, uh, the single season home run record, um, and uh, for sixty, like getting sixty two home runs, he breaks. Well, not the single season home run record, but he 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 got the Yankees home run record. So he he's uh, got seventy two. Uh, home runs, well, it's not 72, 62 home runs. Bond, Barry Bond still has the record at 73. Um, but I mean, in today's MLB, that's a pretty good feat. So happy for Aaron Judge. Um, I'm happy for my Guardians. My my Cleveland Guardians are doing quite well. So it's like, go ahead, Cleveland. And Especially with the new with the new team name and everything, everybody was kind of dumping on. Oh, who's the Guardians? What are they guarding? Uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm happy because use this is what you want to see from from teams that that uh, have to change their identity. You want to see them play a better brand. You want to to see, to see them get a spark and, and and really do some damage. So I'm, I'm proud of my Cleveland my my, my Cleveland Guardians. So. Go go guard. <laughs> Used to be go tribe, but let's go guard. There, how about that? <laughs> and then lastly, we got WWE uh, Extreme Rules this weekend. That's gonna be fun to to watch. And the new addition is that uh, 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 Daniel Cormier is gonna be the guest referee in the uh, the fight pit between uh, Seth Rollins and, and Matt Riddle. That one is going to be a lot of fun. And I feel like it's going to be the match of the night. Uh, where it, it does it has a candidate to be match of the night. So a lot of fun, a lot of sports going on. This is this trifecta season because you've got basketball, football, and baseball all going on at the same time and the, the it's 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 the most exciting month of sports uh be and, and pretty much the yeah the most exciting month of sports uh because of that happening so that's that thanks for listening like share subscribe and we'll catch you again next week with more sports talk take care Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site pick it up read it to your little ones teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way